This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. Welcome to episode 97 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee, a proud member of the EduMatch Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Nowakowski, a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. Just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No, we don't. We are very, very busy people. So on a 1907 visit to Andrew Jackson's former estate, the president at the time, Teddy Roosevelt, supposedly dubbed a cup of Maxwell House coffee as good to the last drop which is the catchphrase that they still use today. I thought that was interesting. I agree. And we're so excited today because our guest is Jeremiah Royce, who will be talking to us about math reps. So Jeremiah, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, my name is Jeremiah Roosh. I'm a, right now I work for Kings County Office of Ed as a math consultant. Um, I'm working primarily with uh, a single school district in their tier three implementation of mathematics and supporting those students. Um, prior to that, I was a, a district level uh, math coordinator for a small district here in um, Central California. And I've been a math teacher and involved in math education at all levels from kindergarten through um, college. Excellent. And I'm so sorry, I mispronounced your name. Um, I should have asked before we started. Anyway, so you're on the show to talk about math reps. Yes, absolutely. What are they? So math reps was created um, from our good friend here, Lisa, and uh, she had taken it from uh, John's eight parts and adapted it for her own needs. And uh, that was something that John had shared at a, at a um, conference that I was attending where he was at. And the idea just struck me as like a really powerful tool um, for being able to provide students opportunities for multiple reps um, at a specific skill. And so I started thinking about how that would look at different levels. And um, Lisa is just an amazing uh, person. So I started kind of generally, gingerly sharing out some of the things that um, I had done at the grade levels I was teaching at at that time. And uh, she hadn't covered those. She was covering like K-6. And I was in the secondary, um, so it just kind of felt like a natural partnership to kind of blend up. And so what they are is uh, a representation of all of the different ways that you may see a specific skill set. For example, um, maybe it's division, or maybe it's a fraction representation, or maybe it's um, in secondary, it could be like a, how, how do you represent functions? And so uh, the idea is to provide a multiple representations on a single sheet that are all connected of different ways of seeing that particular math fact and giving kids represent reps at being able to practice that skill set um, without the, the fear of like a time test kind of thing. That's great. Thank you. And by John, you mean John Carippo, so uh, correct? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. So we will put um, links to some of his edu protocols and he's been on the show. So we'll link some of those things in our show notes if people want to follow up on that. Um, but what makes math reps in particular so powerful? 
So Methreps kind of gives, uh, I think a story can really help connect it. Um, so uh, there was a high school teacher who taught immigrated, integrated math three um, that I was showing her the math reps for. And uh, she had come to the session because she was really having a hard time with her kids um, teaching polynomials. And so they were finding how to solve, you know, zeros and they were solving them these different ways. Uh, and so the kids were okay with that. But whenever she asked them to kind of put everything together, they're having a hard time with that. And so she took the idea from math reps back to her class and put it all on one sheet and all the different ways of finding zeros, roots, uh, x-intercepts, all these different ideas that have the same context, um, but have different vocabulary, different meanings or different ways that you solve them. And what she found is that giving kids that exposure kind of gave them the overall picture. It gave them the big idea of how these different things that they thought were in isolation were actually connected. And so the power of math reps allows students to see kind of a big picture idea of these facts that they may have thought of as separate things. Like math is often taught in isolation. And so the real power of, or one of the things that was really powerful about math reps is it gives them the opportunity to see how those, inner, how those things that are in isolation are actually connected. The other part about math reps that's really powerful is that um, it gives kids multiple attempts at the same um, type of skill. Without, without feeling like fear or penalty of like, um, it's something that is, uh, what's the word? Um, it's, not a, it's not a penalty for them. So. Right, and it, so it reduces anxiety. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And um, I love that you talked about using it in secondary because a lot of times secondary math teachers will look at an example and think, oh, well, this won't work in my class because sure. I teach algebra or I teach, so it can be used in all different levels from kindergarten up through the higher levels in, in secondary school, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, in fact, my first uh, four ways into actually creating some, um, one was in eighth grade and the other one I was uh, substituting for an AP Calc class. And uh, the Calc class, uh, the teacher had been out um, on maternity leave and their AP test was coming up. And so I was looking for a way to kind of like summarize their year with the major learnings that they had to do um, and giving them those rep reps. And the problem was, is I didn't have them every day, so I'd only see them a couple times a week. So I was thinking of like, what would be the most efficient way to give them the most access to the different skills that they needed? And so um, math reps was a natural thing that came to mind. And so I created a couple of math reps uh, specifically for integration, differentiation, and taking limits in calc. So it does apply to every level from AP Calc down to kindergarten. That's awesome. So. There are a lot of different kinds of math reps. What are some of your favorites to use with students? Uh, so in the tier three, um, one of my favorites right now is something that Lisa had done. She had taken the, um, Grant Fletcher had talked about the, the progression of the representations of, of math and, uh, and how, in specifically in fractions, how you have the four different models, um, three, three models that are particular two fractions and then an equivalence piece. So I took that idea and I'm using that with, because that was one of the areas where uh, they'd been identified as needing a lot of support. And so our routine um, for two of the sites was to, we would start with our math rep and, and using the fraction models and seeing the connections. And then um, just as a really cool side note, I wanted to see if that transference was actually happening. So after 30 reps with the math reps, 30 days of, of working with them, um, they went from getting zero out of four on a standardized um, representation for fractions to getting, um, I think there was all but two students we're able to get 100% and two students got three out of four right. That, that's awesome. That's so, it was, so excited. Yeah, so it's really impactful just for to see them and their excitement about being able to see how things are connected. And um, it was just, it's just a really powerful tool to kind of like 
you know, we teachers get more asked to do more and more in the classroom, but the, nothing gets taken off their plates. And so teachers have become more and more like creative on how they can still give kids access to to the learning that's required of them. And so I think math reps is, um, is an essential tool nowadays for any math teacher to have in their back pocket. It's just the, one of the most efficient tools to uh, provide students access and um, opportunities to get better at, at a skill. Well, and I love that. And I was going to ask you about some of the positives that you've seen, but you've already addressed that a little bit. Are there any other positives that you'd like to mention? Um, one of the things that I think is really powerful with math reps is that if you track it, um, if you give kids opportunities to track their growth over time, they can they can themselves be feel empowered because they start to think about and they start to see their own growth. And so um, so oftentimes, you know, when we get better at something, we really don't realize it over until at some point we're like, hey, I'm really good at this thing now. Um, and so this kind of gives you a systematic way that the kids can actually see how they're improving and, and get excited for themselves and feel like they are a, a math person, even though we all know that that's not something that actually exists. Um, it gives them that lens of like, they're able to see their own growth. They're able to see how they're thinking about things. And I think that um, is probably one of the most powerful things about math reps that is really um, beneficial for, for the learner. I love that. Yeah, because it's it's true. A lot of times, once you make progress at something, you don't remember how challenging it was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So giving students the opportunity to track their growth seems like a, a really great way to be doing this. Yeah. So you talked about how um, it was math reps are a great tool for any teacher to have, especially mm -hmm. now that they're being asked to do more and more. How can they get started? Like if I'm a teacher and I want to start using math reps, what do I do? Oh, that's a great question. So um, what I would suggest doing is you kind of look at, um, you know, your kids, like nobody knows their kids better than the teacher. And so what are the what are the skill sets that they either they need coming up or that they're having a hard time with now? And then you can just go to mathreps.com and you will find a variety based on all grade levels of different skill sets for each grade level and each content area specific to math, like um, be it, you know, algebra one, be it calculus, be it you know, third grade, if you're a third grade teacher, uh, we have math reps that are being continuously being innovated all the time. You can also just um, type in hashtag math reps in Twitter and you'll find tons of people doing really amazing and innovative things as we speak. Like it's incredible how it's been kind of like this movement has been growing and growing and it's, I keep seeing new iterations of things. Um, in fact, uh, Kim Bogey just shared a uh, representation of how the math practices can be addressed um, through edge protocols, but one of them that was up there was, was math reps and that was just really cool. Like, so you're just seeing this evolution of things um, happening. So it's a real quick, easy access to just dive in and, and get started. Oh, that's exciting. And Kim Vogie is going to be on our next show, actually. Oh, She's our next yeah. guest. Yay. So, yay, that's very yeah. exciting. So um, what is on the horizon for math reps? Well, uh, Lisa and I have been working really hard with some talented folks. Um, we have a book coming out, uh, coming out real soon um, with, with the focus on all edge protocols in math, but math reps is a huge part of that. Uh, so that's forward to look for, that's nice to look forward to. Also, um, just the continuous growth of, of other teachers um, sharing and creating and, and uh, being able to uh, share the results with everybody. Um, I think that's a, that's a really exciting thing for me. It's just the evolution of, of how we're getting better. Um, being a connected educator nowadays is like the best medicine for the soul. So I, I'm just always excited to see what people are doing with it. Oh, that's wonderful. So if I wanted to get a copy of the book and I wasn't 
uh, Lisa's partner, how would I go about that? Well, um, it, it looks like <laughs> uh, well, when, it, when it finally gets published, we'll figure out how that looks. But um, it should be, we're hoping to have it published by within the year. And then, and then after that, it'll be available through all your standard, wherever you buy your fine books at. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're so excited. Um, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to uh, bring in before we close? Uh, just that, that the idea of, um, some, sometimes the, the, the confusion with math reps is that it's a, it's a worksheet or that it's a, it's something that you, um, you do in, in, in lieu of like conceptual development. And, and I want to be very clear that math reps is a really powerful tool to build skills and to show how, um, conceptual pieces fit together, but it's not conceptual development. So keep in mind that as you're, as you're teaching and using math reps as a tool, um, there's still the work of, of being able to show students the connections with conceptual development and, and that critical thinking piece. So it's not that I'm not teaching anymore. I'm teaching right. and then students are using math reps as a tool to build the skills that I want them to have as a teacher. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was great. Thank you for having us. It was really appreciated. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Tonight's comment, or today, excuse me, comment question is, how can you see replacing some of your math routines or integrating uh, math reps into your routines? Please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. If you like the show, and of course you do, please help others find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. We're always looking for guests to share the great things they're doing in the class, in their classrooms, pardon me. So if you know someone who fits the bill, or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.